We ain't got clout No diamond rings, no trout No silent streams, but we've Got lots of things to say Cause we've got nothing Hello and welcome to yet another episode of We've Got Nothing, a bi-weekly comedy story sharing podcast hosted by me, comedian Kai Saunders. I'm joined today with my older brother, Ben. Giant slut. And uh, our producer, Josh Boyce. Hey, I'm here. We're, we're still doing this. Uh, yep. Yeah, we are. <laughs> what, a, what an enthusiastic start to a podcast that doesn't even have an, like a hundred episodes. Yeah, you, you, you literally talked about it like you've been uh, like you're you've been to marriage for five years and year four was when you figured out you didn't love them anymore. And you're like, oh, we're still doing this. Well, you know, we got the, the that conversation one on the way. we had before this recording started really made me feel like that. <laughs> I will say, uh, the more episodes we record, the like I was I was listening to one the other day, and I was like, "Wow, Josh isn't talking as much in the episodes anymore because it takes all of your willpower just to finish the recording." Like, yeah, alive. <laughs> or sometimes there's just horrible issues coming from this to- ten-year-old MacBook I'm using. Yeah. Well, we don't need to reveal just how low the budget is, Josh. Yeah, right? for real. Uh, Main issues it keeps playing arcade fire songs, <laughs> and we're like, no one likes. The- oh my god! They really fell off once the fiddle left. Um, they did. They were like, we're gonna be black people now, and I was like, oh no! There's just that. There was the funkification of indie music mm-hmm. where all the crackers figured out how fun bass lines were, and we were it was just downhill from there. Look, the uh, the husband that looks like a they like the arcade like a they fire them corpse. Yes, yes. Arcade Fire taught me what a they them was as a band with no they thems. Does that even like hit at all? Can you explain, please, like, the top song of Arcade Fire? Because I have no reference for this. Oh, you don't know who Arcade Fire is? Yeah. So, okay, so it'd be like a dun dun get it, dun 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 get it, dun 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 get it, and then like like a fiddle would come in and everyone like, would just start playing. Does the, the same. song have a name that we could? I don't There's know. There's one called Look Keep the Car Suburbs. Running. Yeah, yeah. They just it was very vague. White people free like Keep the Car Running. <laughs> So they have Keep no the songs with real running. names. No, there was And a- they have music that was good until they lost a fiddle and now it's kind of funky, but not good. I mean, any band where like we lost the fiddle and found the <laughs> funk, that should tell you enough that like things are kind of off off the rails. I am a little concerned about how hard it is to describe Arcade Fire. Okay, well, it's not because there's nothing to describe. It's just a, eight white people on stage all playing the same thing on different instruments and then yelling. That's it. Yeah, none of them are pretty. Oh, no. Not it, a single one. Arcade Fire was what happened if the high school marching band sold like three or four of their trumpets and got like guitars, bass, and drums. No, it's the master's degree of a music program at like a state university. No, that's more like HCC if we're being real. No, but they're talented. Mm. Well, the guy from the Fiddler Ar- was the Fiddler was the best part, and then they stopped paying his salary. Arcade Fire really was just the David Matthews band for like people that didn't want to admit that they liked their parents' music. Yeah, that's all it was, and that was what it was for Ben and I. Whoa, would you say you're like I listen to David Matthews? I listen to Arcade Fire. I wear all my shirt buttons buttoned up. Yeah, I'm different. I own corduroy in some terrible way, uh, in, in the form of high top vans. High top corduroy van? That sounds awful and sweaty. Oh, your feet had no chance. I can smell those. Like, that does not... 
Wow. Well, talking about today's topic, I mean, if you got that, you got some bad luck coming for you today. Oh, yeah. We're talking about bad luck. All right. Are you a believer of luck? Uh, I heard a really good quote once while working the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. Oh, I love your Chick-fil-A Where I was handing this guy's food and I like said something about luck and he was like, hey, I ever read the, there's actually like a really good book called like you create your own luck where it's like luck is nothing more than just you, you know, ascertaining certain, uh, like, what did he say? It was so sage, but I was like ascertaining or it's just you describing circumstances that you put into place subconsciously so if you just try to set up your life in such a way that the ends become the most probable then you create your own luck i was like that's beautiful and then how much left. weed smoke was coming out of this man's car Dude, yeah. not nothing he was just a balding like 30 year old that needed two chicken biscuits with no cheese and i was like dude i have stomach problems i get it so he left was and he just you from the future like it might have been i honestly might have just had like future i would have gotten colby jack i am not I could shit my brains out and I would still get Colby Jack. See, I I've been cheating on that lactose intolerance game because uh, I got I got lactate at my house in my purse and now in my boyfriend's house and our parents' home. So any place that I go now, I have it on me, and I gotta <laughs> say, like a concealed carry permit for like lactate. Here's the thing: I cannot believe. I mean, I w- I went years with no cheese. At all. Oh, I thought you were just going to say no lactate. So you were just like, I went years with no lactate. Shitting in bushes. No, I had Constantly a- bloated. <laughs> no, I had a... I, was- I just stopped eating the cheese. You're like, suck my dick. Yeah. Don't sit in the front seat. Uh, <laughs> it was brown always. Um, yeah, no. Also... Everybody take a drink. We're talking about shit on the podcast. Yeah, that's right. Ben gets one poop joke per episode. Point, 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 point. We need like a like theme song, but like there's we'll get Arcade Fire to do it. Okay, yeah. Poop. Keep on running. Keep. People keep shitting. Dude, I I can't believe I haven't told you about this gig I did. I did this gig for someone's birthday. That's rough. Um, and it was, I hate birthday shows. Was, Can I okay, say that? Was it in a backyard or was it like at a venue? So much worse. It was at a sports bar that yeah. didn't know it was going to happen. Love yes. that. Yes. <laughs> love. I love comedy more than music. I will say has just, you've opened my eyes to how like many shows you've had where like the people that work, there are like, what the fuck? We have a stage. And you're like, it's just two pizza boxes in a corner. <laughs> no, that's optimistic. Usually you're just on the ground and people are higher up than you are. Um, <laughs> you're kind Sports of like Bart's race seating. Yeah. So yeah. it was, uh, it was it was quite a show, and this guy puts on like one wild show every year, and it's like all of these comics. Wait, like, hold on, is it wild because it's in a sports bar, the place that you no, least because likely he... want to have comedy happen because you want to watch? I don't know the fight, the football game, the race. I, honestly, I can't anything think of anything a... but someone talking to you. Sure. It's a bar strictly to watch TV. I can't think of a worse place to hear just you being like, "Yeah, so my boyfriend wears pretty tight pants," and uh, <laughs> and I'm like, "Can someone shut this heifer up? I'm trying to watch the show." It's so bad. Can you, can you move the stage? They're in front of the big screen. Yeah. Well, they turned off the TV. And, an, no! <laughs> and uh, which is actually incredibly kind of him. Usually they don't no, that's anywhere mean else. To, you know who that's mean to, Kai? Everyone who came to a sports bar. Well, no, they kept half of the screens on in one side of the room, and then the other side of the room is for comedy, but there's no wall. And uh, <laughs> and so what this guy does every year is he throws on like this 
crazy show. Like I was on his show the year before and he got everyone jello shots and he does costumes in between each act and he does weird <laughs> skits. What the hell? Um, he's the one, I think I might've mentioned it. He's the one who introduced my friend. So he, he prides himself on his intros and they're always offensive. Always good. So my Man friend, after my own heart. Yeah. My friend, well, no, actually, uh, I, I think even you wouldn't say this. Uh, oh, no. So my friend John Turkel, who's Jewish, uh, he was up first, and his introduction was, uh, this guy is fiscally responsible. He came all the way off the train from Auschwitz. Give it up for John Turkel. And people cheered like it was the Super Bowl. They were like, Because ah. they were proud of him yeah. for escaping Auschwitz, Kai. <laughs> that, that, that is a... That, that is a... a Beautiful story of human perseverance. It was yeah, survivor's tale. Yeah, yeah. It you're was, too jaded and ironic. What do you go to the Holocaust Museum and be like? Heard this before? Like, get out of here. It's it's an offensive. It was so like John. Like usually things don't throw him off, but that was just he was just like I don't know what to do with that. Like he so all of his introductions. My boyfriend was on the show as well, and so he stole some of his material because. Uh, uh, my boyfriend is like self-deprecating joke, and so he he like half did his self-deprecating joke, and he went, "And who cares? He's got the hottest girlfriend here. Give it up for so and so." And the host actual girlfriend was in the crowd. Nice. So then there was this weird moment of me being like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> and my boyfriend's like, "I think you just hit on my girlfriend," and then like had to do his set. It was just a wild show. At one point, he was dressed as a as a dinosaur, but there was a DJ. Okay. DJ Boyce was there. It was called DJ OJ. Okay. And I went on stage. So, like, it's a terrible show, right? And I finally Sounds got Sounds like fun. Honestly, I'm loving it. Well, terrible. It's got, it's got awful intros. <laughs> it's got. Costumes. Production co- value. Production value. A yeah. close Half the TV's bar. off. I mean, <laughs> goddamn. It's it was it was such a strange circumstance that was so fun to do with those comics and the guy who who ran it is like such a sweetheart and everybody loves him um, but yeah so I, I I went up there and the DJ was called DJ OJ so I just talked to him the whole time and I was like what sound effects do you have and all I had was a burr, 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 and cannon blast okay. So after I would say a joke and then I'd go like I'd like give him a signal and he'd go because no one could like no one was laughing at my stuff. It was just a bomb fest. So I just kind of leaned into it. The biggest laughs of the night were the were the and then at one point someone did give my boyfriend a uh uh what are those things? It's a type of hat that like babies wear and rappers in the nineties. Bucket hat. So oh, okay. <laughs> I, was real, I was like, Wu Tang Clan never wore a bonnet, but maybe I'm wrong. Like I was like squinting. So we gave him like a banana bucket hat, and then my friend Farzim wore a bedazzled rave police hat. Okay. Um, that solid. Yeah. At one point, the th- if there's one place that needs like a police force, it's most raves. Like they're just like filing forms. They <laughs> have them. Anytime you see like a like someone with crow's feet being like, "Hey, you wanna? Are we gonna have?" some extra fun in a forest you're like you're a cop you know yeah (laughs) yeah the closer ended by playing a playing a a claw machine (laughs) 
<laughs> did they take it on stage or did they? So they were on. They didn't even go on stage. It was a cordless mic, and they just walked around the room. It was great. Uh, Cam Burchin is like this awesome comic, and and he was he was the closer, uh, and he just got everyone's attention. But he in the beginning of the show, he's like. We, the comics just were like, what's like another wild thing we can do on this show? We were trying to like out wild people. Um, and he was like, can I have a dollar? I was like, sure. And so he's like, he finally, like the crowd is like finally into it. It feels like a comedy show. Like it's like great. And he goes, now hold up. And sort of puts in a dollar to the claw machine while telling jokes. It was, it was amazing. It was that, pretty I, lo- I love that. Yeah. That was always great. my favorite thing to do when I would play shows is like, I would purposely go in the crowd and just start playing guitar or like another thing. I would, it was more fun to do it as an audience member. So like, you know, you had like your run of your mill crowd surfing, but then like also I was a real big fan of just grabbing the mic and going like, this is Jacksonville motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like just yelling shit. Oh yeah. I did a show recently where, uh, the cord that connects to the microphone was really loose and it didn't work. So you had to hold the mic like very specifically and you couldn't move. <laughs> Solid start. Yeah. So nothing's funnier than someone who seems terrified. I was well, cause like, you know, it's, it's a, it was, it was a great, it was a great little setup, but it's still a bar show. So you need that microphone or else people are going to start talking and drinking more. And so, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know who that weird girl is yelling in the corner, but we're going to hope she leaves soon. <laughs> I have, that is definitely, definitely that is all something. that separates stand up comedy from just being like a public nuisance is the microphone. Sometimes. No, sometimes it is just a public. There have been shows where comic by comic by comic, you just you just like it's like watching people walk up to the guillotine. You're like, all right, have a fun seven. You know, (laughs) (laughs) we're supposed to do 20s. Yeah. The last guy got hit with a brick. (laughs) Dude, it's it's the grind, man. You got to you got to do those shows, but you learn how to get someone's attention. So when you're in like a like a club setting or anything like that, you're just really sensitive about how to like tell if a crowd's starting to lose interest or lose mm-hmm. you or anything like that and uh that's where crowd work is birthed is in those shitty shitty <laughs> have any of your friends ever been attacked during a particularly hostile show because ever since the will smith incident we've been seeing at least on my instagram i see mm-hmm. nothing but just clips of like comedians being like oh well this is trendy here's when i got attacked like doing crowd work in newark or something like that i think that you know there have definitely been uh like my boyfriend went up to New York and did mics up there, and there was a, a woman that threw a glass, uh, and it hit the back of a wall while someone was on stage, <laughs> and that's how she left. I mean, stuff like that does happen, but it's never happened to me or anyone I know personally, at least. If there's ever been injury on stage, it tends to be like – there was this one mic where uh, a comic was about to go on stage, and he was sitting – waiting for this guy to call him up and it was in this bar uh down in tampa and a ceiling blade fan while the ceiling fan was going unhinged and sliced half of his hair off um, like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like so he's uh he's biracial so um he had to like separate like his hair had a different part from the ceiling fan blade that had fallen on his head. Uh, like there's crazy He's stuff. He's lucky his hair is thick. Like, well, that's that, what I'm saying. If that was like a balding white man, like me, you, yeah. I'd be dead. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing saving me. Josh here. would be safe. You would have died. I would yeah. not made it. No. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was I feel like great. He, like messed with like the final destination, like 
deity or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever just controls that. Bad fucking luck. But also good luck. So Kai, what's your uh what's your story of bad luck? Oh man. Um well, you know, it starts like every every story that can with humble beginnings at a Bob Evans. And I was like I think I was a month and a half in, and there was this guy who in would, your sentence. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it felt like. Um, someone was like, "People are like so reminiscent of 2016. Like 2016 <laughs> culture is coming back." And I'm like, "I was a fat ass bitch working at a Bob Evans. You did have a rough ass 2016. With terrible acne and red hair. Getting That's over my first lesbian heartbreak. I do such not a miss specific time period. To be like, oh yeah, this one year is coming back. Like I know. Imagine if it was like 2008. It's back. It's so weird. I was just, I was like, like, I have no energy for this. Hyper specific internet nostalgia has gotten though. Is like people no longer could just be like, ah, I remember the 80s mm-hmm. and these four or five big things that happened spread out. It's like, no, I can go on my Facebook and point out like this year specifically was like, oh, yeah. Well, everything time and place I was doing good. Everything's recorded. So everything feels like it's constantly changing, even yep. though it's really not. We're just told that we're more important than we actually are. Yeah. Um, Anywho, so I'm out of Bob Evans feeling very unimportant in general, and this guy in a wheelchair. He Wait, would, real quick, what was your lesbian heartbreak music? What were we doing at the time? Oh, I had, okay, so we worked at a record store, a radio station together, and she gave me a CD for me to listen to to approve it on the radio, and I kept it, and it only had five songs, and it was this terrible white boy with a guitar EP of this guy who doesn't even have like any footprint on the internet and it was the only thing that worked in my volkswagen bug and i would listen to the same five songs it's the gayest (laughs) breakup i've ever heard yeah oh yeah i'm it's like puzzling that you went to men after because like all that was missing was you like so i got a butch cut and adopted i almost did i did cut my hair off i mean like I, I, uh, my boyfriend is in complete denial of it, but everyone I've ever talked, I've like really talked to about my life are like, are you sure you're not just gay? Like, (laughs) (laughs) are you doing this to impress someone? Someone asked me if he was blackmailing me the other day. Oh my word. Um, (laughs) As he turns the corner in his banana bucket hat, just like, (laughs) I got a large, (laughs) I like bigger shirts. It, well, that's hey. my that's my only shot impersonation because I met him twice and he was very pleasant both times. Yeah, he's a good dude. So I don't know what his voice is. So I'm just always like, <laughs> which I sure isn't it. So you're no. working on Bob Evans. Yeah, this is this is long before I dipped a toe in heterosexuality. And yeah, um, listen to some guy be like, it's hard. You're like, yeah, it is. One of the lines was, uh, uh, we outgrew each other before we grew up. Oh my god! And I would cry every time I turned onto our parents' street when that oh line came on. Shit. So <laughs> this this album and Bob Evans were concurrent. Yeah, when I say like <laughs> I should have committed suicide, that was the time. You okay. know what I mean? Like, no one should, <laughs> but true. yeah. But yeah. if there was ever a point, yeah, where people were like, "Well, she had a reason." Like that was yeah. definitely you were you were on your fifteenth reason why I, the shift. I was running out. Yeah, for sure. So I'm working there and uh, just try and eat cinnamon bread to feel something. And um, there was this guy. Like a saunter should. Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Carbs. We're a carb kind of person. Uh, is it something with no nutritional value? We're eating it. That's Perfect. our That's our family. 
I kneaded the dough and thought of just ending it. (laughs) (laughs) So you're Bob Evans. I'm a Bob Evans. And this guy would come in and he would always sit in the section next to me. And uh, nine times out of ten, he would walk out on his bill and then he would come back on Thursday. And the first like bold. Well, because here's the thing. The first one or two times we thought that a service was dropping him off. And that he just was forgetful. and So this gentleman was fairly old. He was very old. So we started looking to see, like, who's, like, because he's in a wheelchair, right? But he's by himself. So we're like, how did you get here? But he would always come at, like, the busiest time of breakfast. So, you know, he's, yeah, like, this table ain't, five, This right? ain't Ernest's first rodeo. Okay. So we didn't know that. Uh, however, Crackhead Rita did and was on him so he got put in her section for the first time oh, no. and she was like, absolutely not. So he tried to, you know, wheel away and, uh, <laughs> which is not a subtle escape. First no, of all, and it's carpeting. So he's not going fast. Um, <laughs> was it electronic? No, it was like, like with his arms and stuff. And, uh, okay, that is sneakier. Cause I was picturing like a, No, but you still have to be like, you're still pushing. It's like, no bearings quiet. And then you'll be like, oh, can you move your child's seat in? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The kid's snitching. He's trying to make a run for it. Crackhead Rita, like, busts through a brick wall. Well, he would just he would just get biscuits and a coffee. He had a very cheap order. And so most of the people were just like, ah, who cares? But Crackhead Rita did not. She cared Crackhead a lot. Crackhead Rita had no sympathy nor time. No. Uh, Someone she, shit on her car a week ago. It was her cross to bear. She, uh, you know, once a week, she would she would go hooking in the red roof in next door and she'd come back smelling smelling like cigarettes and have be covered in body glitter and then she'd start a lunch shift. I mean this was a woman This was a woman hardened that hated me. Um <laughs> she hated me so much. Yeah, I, she's sitting in her fancy dance lesbian car <laughs> listening to some generic singer songwriter she bullshit. She caught me crying one time and she went <laughs> she went, Why are you crying? You don't even have mouths to feed and then walked away. Uh well, she was right. I mean, look, I crackheads my, will read you to filth and almost never be wrong. Here's the thing: my head was shoved so far up my ass at that time that I'm sure to someone who was just barely making it, it was such a slap in the face that I would make more money than she would. Right? Uh, just, just because. at the Red Roof Inn. That's what she was <laughs> pissed. She was like, she parks a little Volkswagen, turns three hundred dollars in two hours. Yuck! Gross. I wasn't that down. Uh, <laughs> No, so uh, she's following him out, and she goes, "Sir, you did not pay your check." And he was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." And and so this is the only time he's ever paid. Nice. But everyone knows about him, and he gets put in my section. Oh no! And Rita was like, "You're gonna make him pay," and I was like, <laughs> "I don't really want to." Hands you was, a roll of quarters and like a dirty sock. Yeah. I didn't mean his check. She hands me. She hands me a disposable fo- phone and has one number in, ch- in it. She goes, "Call." Like, <laughs> at what point do you just not let him not seat him? So, great point. No one, no one thought of that at the time. <laughs> Not to stop yeah, serving damn him. it, Josh. Josh is like the constant <laughs> voice of normalcy and reason in our life where you're like, so you could just refuse service. And yeah. we're like, out of Bob Evans. <laughs> I don't yeah, if you, go, Evan, you don't get things you don't pay for. Bob Evans formed this restaurant to be a home away from home. <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to feel like you were on the farm. Um, yeah. If it was a farm, they would have killed him and just thrown him in the pig pen. 
Well, it was a it was a farm. He wouldn't be able to wheel out there and start roads. He'd get stuck. It'd be real um, tough. Yeah, he try run away on that check. So, so he has his has his has his coffee, and I keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on him. And uh, how sneaky is this guy? No, he's quick. Did he just like <laughs> start wheeling up the walls? You're like, son of a bitch, where'd he go? He's on the ceiling. It's like Mission Impossible, he, but like he, he has a seatbelt. You're like, why are you buckling that? It goes <laughs> uh, closer to her, be fully loaded. But correct, no, okay. yeah. Um, so I have to go in the back to get something, uh, probably to be like, I'll never find love again. And, uh, so he wheels out and there is this. You moron. I know. He saw, he saw you weak. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, so he starts wheeling out and I go, ah, oh, crap. And Rita slams his, his check in my hand. Which I hadn't even printed out, by the way. I had not even printed this check out. She was just on it. She knew everyone's passwords as well. Uh, it was, she was, she was a person. So she slammed it in my hand and she goes, go to him, Kyle. Because she never called me by my name on purpose. I was Kyle that week. Kyle. Um, she called me, she, she said that she was calling me cut, but she was calling me cunt for a good day and a half. That's so um, sick. But with a K, so it wasn't the cuss word. That's so, and he had the audacity to be like, this crazy woman works here. Uh, this is where I steal breakfast. Yes. Like, this is where I commit theft. So, well, he's gotten kicked out of all the Denny's and IHOPs in the city. Yeah. How do you think he got in the wheelchair? Yeah. <laughs> So she slams the check and I used to tie and I stopped doing it after that, but I used to tie my apron around my waist and then the tie would be in the front and she hooked the front of my apron and yanked me and pushed me out into the foyer and she went, get him. So now all my coworkers are looking at me because everyone knows this guy. And I was like, oh, man. So I like turn. I'm like sheepish. And I, as I turn around, I see that this huge SUV has made an abrupt stop. And then what I can only describe as elderly cussing. Just. Fucker. Yeah. So my manager rushes out uh, and everything. And there he is standing out of his chair cussing out the driver of this vehicle and my manager goes give me that get grabs the receipt puts it on the chair walks back inside <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if he paid for it i just know he never came back um well because you know who hit him was the other manager <laughs> the bob evans mafia sent a real clear message yeah the insurance company was like how much can we pay for your claim? And they're like, no, he has receipts that he hasn't paid for as well. Let's Fuck. add that. Imagine, imagine losing your insurance claim in an auto accident because they pull your biscuits and coffee orders for the past two months at Bob Evans. And it just throws your credibility out the window. Yeah, that was the same restaurant where I got paid with a penny and a dirty diaper. Uh, that was the same place where the guy with the fake hand got stuck on my arm and I almost ripped his arm off. Um, <laughs> but let's go back to this wheelchair guy. Sure. Let's review all the bad luck. Yeah. First of all, you've gotten to a point in life where you're stealing biscuits. Biscuits cost negative dollars to make. True. Especially at a place known for making them in bulk. Mm-hmm. Then you're trying to escape and... <laughs> I think it was for the thrill. I don't think it was he needed biscuits and coffee. I think it was, I can get away with this. Fuck. But then just imagine like the bad luck of like, you're like, I'm in four wheels. No one can touch me. He's and in- then another four <laughs> wheels turns the corner and says, oh, contrary, mon frere. Yeah. No, I mean, but it as soon as he, we saw him standing, I was like, I was like, I think he can walk. 
And, and then he roundhouse kicks Rita, and she's like, "Oh, it's fucking on!" Yeah. <laughs> and and they were they were like, "What?" And I'm like, "I'm pretty sure he can walk." And one of them was like, "You know, I've never seen him actually get dropped off and picked up before because he would wait outside. We thought like he was waiting for people, but now we think he was just soaking up the crime. It was just like sitting out there, and then he would wait until no one was looking, and then he would wheel himself to his car and he would drive away." Wow. Yeah. What a monster. Did did you uh, see, what was the driver saying? Because I'm sorry, if I hit someone in a wheelchair and they immediately just go, I'm going to be like, I'm I'm a spiritual so healer. It was like, a- I'm getting out of the car and being like, Jesus had mud. I had a 2007 <laughs> off-road vehicle. <laughs> so the guy who hit him clearly lived in his car. Oh, man. And like. Talk about bad luck encountering bad luck. Definitely just two bad people yelling was what was happening. At Fucker, like, you hit my house. You hit my car. And I, all of this was happening. And I, I went back to the other table I was serving and I was like, Hey, can I take your order? And they're like, it's been so long. We're leaving. Like I have left <laughs> money over this whole event. And then I was like, okay, well, if you go through the front, there's an accident. So just turn left. <laughs> Make sure to take the extra exit. You're not listening to me. I'm not a person here. Okay. All right. I'm going to go back. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know. It puts in the CD. You have a Walkman. Rita's like, give me that shit. That's $5. I almost bought a CD player so I could listen to it. Oh, you queer. Yeah, I was, God, I mean, I I had it so bad. So gay. So gay. All of my, I've I've handled all my breakups like heterosexual (laughs) men are supposed to. And that's by getting real into push-ups and real into weed. Like just for two months. Yeah. Yeah. The only time uh, that uh, our guy friends in college would work out is after a breakup. Dude, it's so therapeutic. So we would go to the, we, the girls and I would go to the gym and then if we saw one of them, we were like, oh no, what happened? Do <laughs> <laughs> you had the one poor friend that was like, you know, I just like how it makes me feel. Makes you feel more confident. You're like, what did she do? And then it gets him in his head. He's like, maybe while I'm at the gym, she's working out something else. Yeah, right, right. Oh, man. But yes, that was that was definitely, that was some bad luck for sure. That was horrible. It, it's, I forgot that it even happened. And then we were at dinner the other week. and At Bob Evans? At, and you saw him <laughs> come around the corner? And you told, you, you told dad, you're like, gun it. <laughs> oh, my God. Absolutely We're about to not. even the score. No, 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 no. No. I I used to run into people who went to the cafe I worked at. Well, it was cafe. It was connected to a gas station uh, in public. Ooh, and, la, la. But I was in. That's a cafe without the, like, uh, like accent mark over the E. Like, yeah. it's a cafe. Yeah. And Kathy works here. It's yeah. Kathy's cafe. Bitch. Uh, you can look it up. It's a real place. It's called Woodchuck's Cafe. And when you do, you'll be like, what has Kai done with her life? Um, I worked there for two and a half years. Uh, I had an employer call there. And uh, during the interview, they were like, you must have worked really hard. Um, <laughs> so they definitely think that I'm a lot poorer than I actually am. That's I'm, how you do it. I'm definitely treated like a charity case because uh, now I'm corporate. Uh, news for the podcast. Hi, you listeners. want to be a charity case? Welcome. Thank you. I have really had. Exciting. I've had the opposite problem where I present way too well on my interview, mm-hmm. and then I get there and they're like, "Wait a minute, you don't know how to do shit, do you?" I'm like, "I'm just a little dumb skank that makes jokes." <laughs> they're like, well, yeah. I broke the Keurig on my first date. <laughs> I just go to the bathroom for an hour. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I was supposed to start um, a new corporate job uh, a week ago, and four days before I started, they called me, and they're like, hey, guy, your background check, it's a day late, so we have to push your start time. And I was like, oh, by like a day? And they went, no, by five weeks. Which is basically the equivalent of, like, walking into your little kid's bedroom on Christmas Eve and being like, hey, Timmy, by the way, we moved it to February and slammed the door on him. <laughs> Santa's not real. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I'm going to go fuck your dad. Yeah, like, pretty much. We're yeah. not getting presents until Valentine's Day. Yeah. All right. Have and a fun I'll, nightmare. I'm going to be porking your dad during that time, too. I don't know why this needs to be a sex thing, but it's okay. Because well, Ben already uses a uh, shit thing. Oh, no, because that just, adds, drink. <laughs> that just adds so much insult to injury. Yeah, I think, you know, my mom saying she's going to go fuck my dad after saying there's no Christmas doesn't make <laughs> it better. That's the point. Like She's just really trying to nail it. So as far as bad luck nail goes. Nail it. I, I feel like you've had a, a bit. <laughs> felt you why did just you look s- at your face why did you fuck you kai i could say a lot right now but i'm not gonna because we're i gotta get going to my to story. Continue story uh-huh quit talking to me like you're my therapist on like <laughs> josh has to because if he wasn't here it would just be you being mean to me and then Man. her being mean back. Yeah. And then you guys would never want to see each other. You'd have two episodes total. <laughs> <laughs> and the second episode just cuts abruptly. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to talk about the thing you told me not to. And you're like, no. And then, yeah, it would. Uh, oh man, the editing. If we didn't have the Boyce Brothers, this podcast. I think, I think one of us would no. get it. No, one of us would get mad enough to get it back on track. We we'd get <laughs> we'd get two two edits in. I'd be like, listen, bitch, we're done fighting. Yeah. <laughs> We would script our fights. So as far as bad luck goes. Because that's what podcast is all about, scripts. <laughs> yeah, right? Scene three. Ben, ben talks about his life. So I've had bad luck my whole life, um, mostly in in churches involving injuries. Mm. So the most, I think I've talked about this before, but I was going down the stairs on my butt and somehow managed to bounce and then roll down a whole flight of stairs. Question super quickly already off the top. How old are you when you decide to three optimistically? Okay. That's a little bit better because it made it sound like it happened like in high school. You were like, I'm just going to go down the stairs. No, I I had, I had a very strict phobia going downstairs on my butt ever since. (laughs) Okay. So you're going down the stairs on your butt and then you, you fell down the stairs? Yeah, I think I just bounced. And when you're three, your center of gravity is pretty light. So I went, well, bonk, you flip. had this huge old ass. Yeah. So once that got past like the point of no return, I was just slam. And it was pretty rough. Was that the same Sunday that I tripped on the I like fell in the parking lot and I skid like a like a whole foot. My whole like wrist to elbow was just no skin. That was pretty traumatic. That was another one. Yeah. And then uh, most of my injuries were like go back to church games. So one we had was uh, you had to, you know, everyone grabbed a fucking inner tube in the middle of four people and you just yanked on it like like a pack of junkyard dogs. Yeah. <laughs> arguing over the last bagel. Like it was just a shit show. And one of the leaders who was pushing three bills got airborne and landed with all his weight on my wrist so oh. hard that he burst a blood vessel. Yeah. And I was a little crybaby bitch in sixth grade, and I knew it was bad because I couldn't cry. All I could do was hyperventilate. Oof. I was just like... <gasps> I got dogpiled. Uh, I was... I went to... What breed? 
Australian Shepherd. Yeah. Well, no, I, uh, it was also a church game and I, I went to reach for a ring or something and, uh, some boy like tried to grab, but trying to flirt with me or something. And then all I heard was someone yell dog pile and all these people started following, falling. But because the original guy was on top of me, it was boys just were like, boys on boys. Woo! So it's like this intersection of like all these crazy bodies. And then my arm sticks straight out of the one hole and I have pink nail polish on and I go, girl, girl, was <laughs> flashing my hand. So all the guys got off. But what happened is I had a dangly earring from Aeropostale. Okay. God, so dangly earring. Yeah. Girl, girl. So you were just like every art student's like bachelor final project. Where yeah. They're like, what are they getting at? Yeah. <laughs> one one hand poking out of a, a writhe of men, <laughs> screaming girl. That's how, that's femininity. That's what being a woman is. That's what it feels like being suffocated by, by masculinity. And your only way of expressing yourself is only if they permit that expression. And you're screaming. Just wanting to get out. Ben, what did you do? So I put my dick through a copy machine and then I made that into George Bush's face. And they're like, that's <laughs> awesome. I'm like, yeah. Look at the shading. That took so long. Dude, there was a, I know that you're joking, but there's a real art project where a woman would dress dicks as like famous historical figures. I loved it. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Like actual dicks attached to people or just dildos? Dicks attached to people. So incredible. They would bring their partners. We, Perform fellatio, and then what a rough day! <laughs> what a rough! I mean, I, there's blue balls and there's are right, you hard? Good. Bring in, bring in costumes. <laughs> like imagine you weren't told that's what was going on. Oh my god! And you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you're. you're <laughs> they just start. They start parting the pubes that. in the middle. Like right, you're, you're gonna be Beethoven. Like Dude. hold still. <laughs> Hey, honey, I have this weird art thing I need you to do. Well, the best thing is like... I'd be so... I so would have gotten soft on purpose. I, I'd be like, you're about to make me the elephant man. By the way, this was how I tried to make friends at community college. And somehow... <laughs> by sucking dicks and putting no, costumes no, on? No, no, guy. no wonder you didn't make any friends. I think that would work better. I think, honestly... No, it would work for the first half, but then the second... Be all these scared dudes in the boys' bathroom like, Hey, you ran into... You ran into that lesbian that put... <laughs> Yeah, I've heard of like woman hating lesbian, but this is this is a whole new level. Like I've had to go to therapy. I I can't even look at Harriet Tubman the same way. Yeah, one guy's just cried like I still been taking it off. You gotta take the costume off. I, I can't. What I was so insulted when I was Napoleon. What um, if she comes back? <laughs> no. So I investigated <laughs> or the whole. Worse, he looks over the urinal and sees another costume. And he's like, oh no. <laughs> So I did look at her whole website and the way, so like the men would lie down and then she had a rig that was its own like photo backdrop with a little hole in it. And the, <laughs> the rig is, would, so would this, pop through the hole. So this crazy they would, woman. They would put these elaborate costumes. Hole. <laughs> she had a glory hole pegboard. Yes. Don't call it a rig when it's just a no, cardboard. No, it was specifically designed it so has that, lights attached to it, so it's well lit also. Like so, Yeah, it's a glory hole at most video stores. But in it was the US. like draped beautifully. Like the way you would for like a okay. fashion editorial. Yeah, so it's a it's in San Fran. It's still a jack off hut right off the interstate anyway. Anywho. But they would have to do measurements and like those were like that I'm 
I'm so ashamed. What about the balls? No. Or did, did they so come the the under were, the sheet? They were covered by the sheet. It's just shaft. I'd be furious. The first dick I saw a photo <laughs> of was one dressed as George Washington. <laughs> Don't tell your boyfriend that because he's going to I know he doesn't listen. This is the episode to skip because he's going to start getting all sorts of questions. <laughs> like he's just going to start looking at his dick like wooden teeth. Really? Um. Yeah, that's the first one I saw because I was just like, you know, you're not going to. And that's what made you stop being gay. <laughs> How gay were you if George Washington penis? <laughs> Is what it took to get you. You're like, oh, forget this CD. Like, I need some hog. Sorry, George Washington Dick. <laughs> Dick Washington. I cannot tell a lie. It was. <laughs> Ooh, that's a whole cherry tree right there, and I'm trying to chop it down. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, yes, uh, church. The games. Battle of Yorktown was really. <laughs> Boy, I'll th- you could cross the whole Delaware on that thing, soft. Anyway. <laughs> What was the camp where they trained? What was that called? I don't remember. (laughs) There's always so many historical dick jokes we can make, Kai. Yeah, but that one would have been the best one. Anyway, so this was the least lucky church game experience I've ever had. How did we even get on that topic? So. Okay. (laughs) I'm playing dodgeball. In case you can't tell by my... my voice, which sounds like a helium balloon doing his best to imitate a gay comedian imitating a straight comedian... Yeah, think that one through. Yeah, that was a real mindfuck there, dude. Um, I'm not the best at dodgeball. I am, however, always good at trash talk. Trash talk for me has always come naturally and easily. It's all about finding something people are proud of and then insulting them for it. Next Again, time- Ben has always been mean. Mean! Yeah. But here's what I would do. So we're at church, right? I would find out, because it was middle schoolers versus high schoolers, which, first of all, what the fuck? <laughs> like... Who is like, yeah, this will be hilarious. The high schoolers. Yeah, I guess. But it's like, hey, yeah, what about you, dude? Yeah, I got chest hair and a kid on the way. I'm not, I don't know about yet. Sweet. What about you, Ben? Oh, yesterday I got my first pube, which came after back hair, which is rough. Um, And uh, I still don't know what girls are. I know what girls are. and That's why I'm scared. Kai, shut up. (laughs) Kai, no one gives a fuck. I just mean like yelling at you. That was you up until I think honest to God I was twenty. Was just pretty much you yelling at me. <laughs> you yelled at me anyway. So I yelled back. You would start it. Oh, I'm not gonna have this rewritten history where I was the evil older brother when I would be like, Kai, can you do dishes? You'd be like, I hate you. And I'd be like, Well, you know, I hated everything, so don't feel. Don't oh, feel you were so misunderstood. Let's Look, I was like, cue the Volvo music. I was two years away from crying in a in a Volkswagen Bug, which. Had a sunroof that leaked, so I had to put, uh, every time it rained, I had to put towels down. Add a curl. And then. You taped the sunroof. Again, voice of reason, Josh Boyce, just unstoppable. You. With the bare minimum, too. Like, you're just saying things, and I'm like, yeah, of course, why not? And I'm like, oh, wait, we didn't do it. We didn't do that once. I did, however, use one of those, you know, those things you hang up in your closet to get rid of the dampness? I had four of those in my car at all times. Dampness? Yes, because if I didn't, it would fog inside it. I couldn't see out of my car. I don't care if I die because I miss you. Wait, what's uh, that penis doing with the revolutionary (laughs) wig on? So anyway, 
We're playing dodgeball. It's middle schoolers versus high schoolers. And you're a middle schooler at this point? Uh, yes. Okay. High school me was still not very good, but I was good enough to do my time-honored tactic of aiming strictly for girls. But so, this is middle school. Yeah. Okay. High school, I got my comeuppance. So I'm sitting there. I'm just, or my revenge, rather. I'm sitting there. I'm talking smack. So I would find out what you were like confident about. Mm. And I would be like, and I would just say it like it was a bad thing. Like if someone had like cool hair, I'd be like, oh, Goldilocks over here. You no combo shampoo and conditioner for this guy. And he'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'm really proud of it. I'd be like, yeah, fucking Samson over here. You just got to keep making references with that tone of voice. Sure. So I had evidently pissed off a couple guys that played baseball. Oh, no. Wait, <laughs> Which wait. was always dangerous. Hold on. You were doing this to high schoolers? Yes. Yep. You were talking smack to high schoolers. That's middle, all he had. Middle school. When you man. had braces and a giant mole. Giant mole. No, this was post-mole, but still had the braces. I had braces, glasses, a haircut that only could be described as a Appalachian runaway. And... <laughs> No, it's like if a cherub was on meth. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, if a, if a cherub was on a Greyhound bus for reasons it didn't want to get if into. If Andy Samberg had even worse hair. That's why Ben's hair was. You proud of that one? All right, so oh, I'm I jogging back. I am because I got that reaction. I'm jogging back and forth. Don't be. I'm jogging back and forth because this is what I would do. I would talk smack. I would get the balls thrown at me because I was I was a little weasel. I was squirrely. So I would avoid getting hit. We'd get all the balls. I would hand them to the athletic men and be like, all right, boys, my set's over. You're up. And then I'm going high. <laughs> and then once they had all the balls, I would come back out as a sort of like, ha ha, it's me, Ben. But one time. What I would always do is also duck behind people. They're in any great battle. There are those that are sacrificed for the cause. Um, and you chose others to be sacrificed. Always. It would be like my friend, and I'd be like, yeah, man, like let's do it together. And then I would just duck behind him. He would get like balls, chest, stomach. Like yeah. Just cheese grated. And I'd be like, oops, and then like run away. Mm-hmm. Well, one of them caught on pretty quick to the little scheme I had going. <laughs> so I'm talking shit behind this flanlix of like my whole youth group, you know, boys group. And I said something. I was probably like, yeah, having a girlfriend must be great if you hate having money. And then they all duck down right as a ball just goes <laughs> thonk. And like right in between my eyes and my glasses, my shade little Walmart glasses literally <laughs> folded and then snapped back. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. So it sounded just like that. Yeah. It was, it was a folded snapback. And what I, happened was the ball, the ball, uh, the ball hit you in the face so hard that literally like a cartoon, like my borderline, my eyes popped out of my head and went. Yeah. Like, Your glasses were broken in half, and then they smacked together, and then they went back. Is that when you started putting electrical tape? Where is it? Those glasses? No, those go- no, but they were definitely anyone that wears glasses knows this experience. If you've ever like you know been headbutted or hit with a dodgeball for telling somebody that wearing cargo shorts means. So they're I don't gay. understand how this is bad luck because it seems like this <laughs> this was purely earned. No, 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 it was no. bad luck that they all dug down in front yeah, of Yeah, bad luck that they fucking like King Dave. David sent me to the front line and everyone <laughs> ran away. But it was entirely earned. No. Yeah. Yes. You make your own luck. So I run into Case in point. And you made your luck bad. Yes. And I do. I, I ran where people like me always belong, which was backstage. And I start crying. <laughs> <laughs> Only to have our high school pastor come out 
Because he's like, oh, I'm about to lose my job. Pastor Mark's kids having a meltdown. That Too many people said that to themselves at yeah, some point in their careers. Jokes on them. My dad would have come out and been like, what, he got hit by a dodgeball? Hey, stop being weird. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. No, dad would probably be like, are you okay? And you'd be like, yeah, but my glasses aren't. And you'd be like... <laughs> you got to pay for that somehow. He man. would just—he would just do a lot of. Our dad, when he gets angry, because he's an incredibly kind man, so he never likes to use like malicious words with his kids. He doesn't yell, none of that. Besides calling Cooper, you dumb motherfucker, and Which just pushing him into a CC's never buffet. done, one not time, even once. Yep, he picked up a whole thing not of pepperoni a funny bit. pizza. We're gonna stop doing the bit now. That's what's happening. What? Our dad would not do that. Would not attack our brother with a CC's buffet, Kai. No. So we have to clarify that's fake? Yes. <laughs> or maybe just don't go there. I apologize. <laughs> well, here, on behalf of the podcast, I apologize to our dad, the CeCe's Corporation. And everyone with Asperger's. Pepperoni's Yeah, the Asperger's <laughs> of America. I would love to hear about your interests. I had someone come up to me. There was this one autistic uh, comedian. He's very funny. Uh, and someone came up to me and they were like, hey, Kai, can you tell me if his autism is fake or not? And I went, what? <laughs> but yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, nothing. Does this grind your gears when mm. I see TikTok people trying to be like, I'm autistic and I can just call it from my way. I'm like, you're not fucking autistic. No. Emily. You're just annoying. Well, I think. That's a strong take on Stranger. <laughs> That's also something that you probably said to Cooper when you were young and didn't understand that you loved. <laughs> you're not autistic. You're annoyed. And then, no, as Cooper gets older, it's like, oh, man. No, Cooper's always been <laughs> Cooper's always always been pretty autistic. Cooper's always been pretty obvious. Cooper, yeah. Um, you can tell when someone's faking it because they'll be like, they'll brag about it. Which is it. such a weird thing to do. Like, Yeah, it's the dumbest way to get clout. I didn't mean to get this into a autism conspiracy ring, but not a conspiracy uh, ring. There's people out there faking it when there's real people suffering from it. And if you're hearing that, stop. Yeah. If you're <laughs> plotting to fake autism anytime soon, <laughs> this podcast should really deter you from that decision. It's a dumb decision. It's dumb and you're dumb and just get a boner in your butt. I don't know. Wow. Uh, <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Do something better with your life. Just huh. make sure it's it's dressed like Kilimanjaro. And <laughs> I, I'd like to apologize to all anal sex enjoyers as well. This seems to be the part of the podcast. As well as those enjoy anal sex at a CeCe's buffet. <laughs> Whoa, that's that's a poor That's title. a loaded gun. You better do that before you eat. Wow. Just behind the basketball game. God. I think we have to officially deter that because that's not a I don't know. I like to apologize to any CCs impacted <laughs> by anal sex encouraged by this podcast. As well as Mark Saunders. I would not No, our dad, <laughs> if he gets angry, he doesn't like he's not he's not like a like an angry dude, but he, he does get frustrated, everyone does. And what our dad will do in order to not say something he'll regret, he'll go, <clears throat> like, he like, makes, he's just Michael Jackson recording ab libs. He just makes dad noises like a car trying to start up, like, we're like, you can't do Otis. You yeah, can't. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're mad that my glasses are broken. Also, sorry I cried. That's on me, I guess. Ben, you cry so you much. You can't, you can't, you can't launch into Otis Redding right now. When Ben's eyes weren't red, I was like, oh shit, is there green in those? Because like, I, I was smoking shocked. that loud. No, blah, 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 blah. no, no, no. Six-year-old weed enthusiast, Ben. <laughs> 
You probably needed to smoke. Just to calm the fuck down, man. Sixth grade me high would have been just like, you know, one day God's going to take us all, right? And I'd be like, okay, all right. This is how cults get made. Never mind. So when did, like, I don't actually remember when you got fun. I know you had, (laughs) but like. When I got fun? Like, well, because you were kind of doom and gloom. No, but I always had jokes. Mm. That was always, I either had jokes or before fourth grade, I was, I had the intel because I read a lot. So I'd meet other nerdy kids and I'd be like, hey, you really like Star Wars, right? You want to like know how lightsabers get made? And they'd be like, holy fuck, man, how lightsabers get made. And I'm like, that was pretty fucking cool, right? (laughs) Like, I was just like that. I should have just been a and d dungeon master. Yeah. But we moved to Florida and I figured out, oh man, this group of multiracial Youths are gonna beat the fuck out of me if I don't get some jokes and fast. Yeah, yeah Ben. <laughs> they don't give a fuck about Raphael. No. They're about no. to step on me and take my bike. Uh, you guys ever seen Saturday Night Live? <laughs> They'd be like, Yeah, Ben's hilarious. <laughs> ben can quote all of Nacho Libre. I'm like, Yep, me and Cooper both. <laughs> I mean, there were days where like I feel like our parents were probably like, are they both autistic? Like, <laughs> no, I was just too busy. Ooh, smoking the ganj. Right. That's right. Fourth grade weed smoker, Ben Saunders. Mom would come in the garage and be like, Ben, I'd be like, what go on with the bumper clock? No, I was in, no. I was in fourth grade. I didn't know any better. That's, I didn't know any better. And that's gross. That we is should... probably realistically something he said in fourth grade. <laughs> just sober. That's the worst part about Josh knowing us as long as he has. Is he While can- wearing a thrifted dashiki that our mom just had no clue what she was giving to her child. And I'm like, I like it because it's got a V-neck and pockets in the front. And then our grandmother who came down and was like, he's sweating in this dashiki. And we're like, yeah, he's 14. He sweats all the time. Then sewed sweat patches. So bit, So bitchin'. She took... She took a thick sweatshirt and sewed in the armpit so it would absorb Ben's sweat. But it was a bright blue and a completely different color from they the dashiki. They were socks. She literally ripped up a pair of socks oh. that our cockapoo had eaten mm-hmm. and put it on that traditional dress. Yes. <laughs> Holy fuck was I glad no one. That's the other reason I was glad I was funny because like people would be like, oh, it's a bit. There were so many things I did like my whole life that mm-hmm. like I've just been sincere me being a probably like <laughs> a misanthrope. We are also aware that that was complete cultural appropriation yes and like that's what i'm saying if i could go back as a fourth grader i would punch fourth grade me in the chest so hard that he didn't like he couldn't cough i'm just saying that i'm really i was thinking about this the other day like i'm very glad that we had the opportunity to be like one of the last generations without cancel culture because like we would have been canceled so many times and also cancel culture in general i think clarify because we did things that were offensive culturally yeah wasn't like sixth grade us were out there like yeah we're fat shaming girls no 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 no. it was just normal things that kids do because they're misinformed about the world yeah Yeah. but we didn't have like a twitter and a facebook like it wasn't recorded for strangers to inform us through bullying you know yeah how how incorrect we were we were able to learn on our own instead of being told (laughs) that we should have already learned this and i thought that that was that was something to be grateful about because Oh gosh, every comic is like cancel culture is ruining blah 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 blah. And is that how they say it? Exactly. What it sounds like. Yeah, your tongue actually swells when you start talking about it. Uh, so that way you can't say the n-word. And <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny. Yeah. Said every unfunny person ever. Oh my ever. goodness. So so okay, like a week ago I was out and about, and I'm at this bar, and this this random guy next to me 
goes like, yeah, like he just got canceled. Like his friend was like, yeah, I just got canceled for saying the N word. And this, oh, white, no! this white guy actually said the N word with both the A and the R to clarify which one he said. And then both of them said the one with the hard R. And they, yeah! they, 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 both, they both went, oh, yeah. Whew, God, no one's recording us. And then laughed and drank a beer. And I was like, I was sitting next to them. And I just turned and I was like, I need to go away from here. Was it the right sports now? bar and they were on the side with TVs? They were like, we thought this would be safe. Oh, it was so, it was so, like, I just haven't heard that in so long. And I, w- I just heard it and I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. Uh, What's that guy? You as a white woman haven't heard that word in so long? <laughs> Crazy. I wonder thing, why. Progress. Yeah. Good for you, you cracker. Anyway. Oh, oh, whatever. Yeah, that's right. Eighth grade weed enthusiast and woke no, legend. Ben, shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. I like how the age keeps getting higher. Because I was cheapin'. And the falsity of the weed enthusiasm. Oh, yeah. It was getting higher, Josh. Oh, yeah. That's right. Just like me. weed every day. Just like me at LLT. I was like, one sec. I'm about to chief this and then go hit on girls. Uh, Successfully, might I add. Neither of those are true. Oh, oh, man. This was bad luck. I got caught checking out a girl when I was in eighth grade. Mm -hmm. She was voluptuous. I mean, okay. So... Everything I see in the story, y'all, remember, I was also in eighth grade. Let's clarify that from the top. Okay. So I'm in eighth grade. I'm checking this girl out. She's cute. I'm in eighth grade. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm just literally like, wow, that's a, that's a human being. I want to make children. Like, you're just having all these weird eighth grade thoughts, right? Sure. I turn just in time to see this kid literally like he was doing the, uh, what is it? The statue like this where the guy's like both hands under his chin. I think what? it's a thinker or something. Yeah, he was doing the full thinker statue thing. Oh, okay. Just looking at me. <laughs> and I lock eyes with him, and he starts cry laughing, because it had been like five minutes. Of him just staring at you? Yeah, of him. And then uh, and then the girl turns is like, what? what the hell are you guys all laughing at? And I was like, nothing. And he's like, yeah, Ben, nothing, right? Like, I don't know. Oh, because he caught you looking at her tits? No, it, I'm, I've always been a, a donk man. Hmm. That's why I get hit. That was A girl's got a big butt. She's got a mean right hook. Is that not science? You get hit? I just don't. That's all the more to throw into the strikes. You get hit? Nah, I mean, we've all been there. I don't know what's happened. No, I haven't. No? In the last, so the last 10 minutes of this episode has completely gone off the rails. <laughs> and that's a lot to say because this whole <laughs> podcast is off the rails. Let's review. You smoke weed. Yeah, as a fourth grader. You... You get hit by big bootied gals all the time, and I this love it. One time in eighth grade, someone stared at you and laughed, which is a story that's good enough for the stared podcast. Stared at him and now. laughed while he was staring at someone else and not laughing. That's the whole story. That's yeah, the entire I mean story. that's that's silent films were made with less plot. And we've also- been we've got nothing. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, we got links in the bio. We ain't got cloud. No diamond rings, no trout, no silent streams, but we've got lots of things to say, cause we've got nothing.